Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to Beach to Sandy, Water to Wet, a podcast featuring real reviews written by people who just need the world to know what they think. Between you and me, I wanted to like this podcast, but I'd give it zero stars if I could. Welcome to Beach Juice Andy Water to Wet, the podcast where we read the worst reviews in the most dramatic fashion. My name is Zandy. I'm X-Teen, and we're here today. It feels like we haven't recorded in a long time. It, that's true. It does feel that way. Because I think we were on a roll of recording early. We're back to our 48 hours in advance <laughs> ways. It's um, been busy. It's been busy. It's been busy. But uh, we had a lot of birthdays to celebrate. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of sports games to watch. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of cake to eat. Very important things. So we're back. We're back. To talk about children's shows. Children's TV shows. This is something. This is one that I'd like to repeat again. Okay. Me too. In the future. Me too. There, there, Just there endless so many good possibilities. Ones. Yeah. And endless possibilities. I only looked at a handful of shows, but I got so many reviews so quickly. I yeah. couldn't... I had to stop. I feel like we could do an entire podcast just on this. I know we've said that before, but like something goes wrong here. We can just put on mustaches, rebrand ourselves and start like a Coco Melon I, only. I reviews. love it. I yeah. love it. Um, so uh, I'll go first because I think I have more than you. Perfect. Oh, by the way, we're selling hoodies now on our oh, website. Yeah, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know where I saw that. But oh, I think someone someone tweeted about it. And I was like, oh, shit, those are up. Hoodies? Cool. Hoodies. They yeah. look great. I'm going to go I order, want one. order one now before yeah. uh, you, you all get to it. Yeah, bit.ly slash beach2sandy merch. Oh, also I'm streaming again. Oh, yeah. Starting yesterday when this episode comes out. He turned 29 and he was like, you know what? New new year, new me. Uh, honestly, it was because I was visiting Dee for her birthday last week, and we watched um, the streamer Val- Valkyrie. Do you know Valkyrie? Ray? No. no. Okay. Well, we watched her. She was doing a 48-hour stream. The whole time I was like, man, I should get back to streaming. Anyway, so I'm back. Great story, though. Thank you. I hope you tell it on your stream. Oh, I will. Okay, Many great. times. Oh, excellent. So if you want to hear it again, hop on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first review I have is of uh, the show Coco Melon. That is funny. That's also the first review I have is of the show Coco Melon. Okay. Well, lucky for me, Alexander (laughs) said, you can have common sense media Mm -hmm. to yourself. I did only IMDb. Okay. I felt felt very thankful for that because these were like the first two listed on the site. So Coco Melon, if you don't know, is a show for preschoolers. Uh, It is loved and hated by many people and and I'm, I'm not saying like you either love it or you hate it i'm saying <laughs> many people both love and hate it because it's a very good distractor for children but mm-hmm. it's also like wildly annoying if you have to hear it on loop um a lot of the songs are just very repetitive which is what kids like so it's sort of like oh i love it because my kids are very easily distracted slash i can keep them quiet or you know entertained on a road trip but also 
oh my god, my dreams have been infiltrated by this large-headed child. I, I, everything I hear about this show makes me think it was just very scientifically engineered yes. to be perfect for babies. There's an article that I read that was about why it's so addictive to children. Mm-hmm. And it's like the big eyes that the babies have uh, is very appealing to kids. The repetitive songs that are very simple, that it is very like formulaic in that way. Got it. Um, And so, you know, Leona doesn't really watch TV yet, but a couple times in emergencies in the car, we've had to distract her with uh, YouTube and this just does the trick, you and know? In the future, whenever I'm babysitting, just hours, just hours on. of cocoa melon. I'm telling you, it'll be a punishment for you, too. I feel like you don't realize that <laughs> I'll yet. I'll just take an edible, sit next to her. <laughs> oh, that actually might be- I'm going to be a great babysitter. You're going to be the, the best, yes. Uh, so here's a review of cocoa melon. Um, this is written by a teen, age 14, who gives it one star and says the show should be for ages 15 and up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's also written one week ago, so this is like fresh- Hot off the press. A fifteen-year-old watching this show. <laughs> not like not if 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 you're watching the show and you're not a parent or a baby, <laughs> I'm I'm curious. <laughs> um, Blaze just texted me that he has to put Leon in the playpen briefly while he brings the groceries in, mm. and she, she sometimes gets really mad in there. Oh, I hear her yelling. I think he didn't give her the cocoa melon. She wants Uncle Zanny to come she down shore, co- watch some cocoa melon. <laughs> Little iPad kid. So if she if she yells, uh, that's why. Okay. So the title of this review is called Overstimulated and Not Helping Young Minds Grow at the Pace They Should Be. How old is this reviewer? 14. And and also has a PhD in hey, child I, development. I, honestly, they probably know more than me, so I'm, <laughs> I can't say anything. Terrible. If you want to show your child something as problematic, overstimulated, and fast as this show, I highly recommend this show not. My little sister watches this, and from what I can see, it is just too much. Doesn't help gain the calm learning environment as it should, and it proceeds to fry young children's minds when they should be growing big and strong. The shows I grew up with in the mid-2000s are calm and meaningful. Even the 90s ones that my parents used to watch. I learned the new things each new episode that would come out. I recommend Elmo, Caillou, Teletubbies, the, the original, Dragon Tales, Super Y, PBS Kids, Wonder Pets, and Dinosaur Trains, etc. for the toddlers. End of review. I love Dinosaur Train. I hate Dinosaur Train. I should have Train. looked up reviews of that. I that didn't. That show annoyed the hell out that of me. That show is so good. Talk about good songs. This this kid is very early in the whole, like, this new generation of TV, blah, 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 Like, blah. on it, yeah. so quickly before they're even like presumably in high school it's really alarming to say my even the old shows my parents watched in the 90s i'm like oh ow god granted i was uh that kind of kid about music and when i was probably 14 i know but you've the older music was better but imagine saying oh yeah caillou is better than coco melon Caillou's a little shit i i caillou's terrible i think coco melon is caillou's like nephew or something i think they're related Okay. They have uh, both of the big heads. Yeah, big heads. Kind of shrieky voices. Does Coco Melon have a I I know nothing. All I know is Coco Melon. Isn't that a thing? Coco Melon. The... Yeah. Okay. Uh, JJ is the main kid's name. Oh. I think he and Caillou are related. Really? Okay. I just, I just feel like the shows that they watched in the mid-2000s were not calm and meaningful. I'm mm. sorry. You can't tell me mm-hmm. that Caillou's and Teletubbies are calm and meaningful. It's always about 
you know, looking, the grass is greener in the past. That is not a phrase. Well, but I mean, if we're talking grass is greener, Teletubbies does win that true. bet. So I'm not going to argue on that you one. You know, it was like fully filmed outside legitimately. Like it was, and it's a full, it was a full field. Um, on that, what planet <laughs> with that freaking It was a, someone owned the land and allowed it to be used for this show. And it was all in like created this Teletubby world for this show. And then um, w- what I've read is that there were so many people trespassing to see it in person <laughs> that he ended up flooding the whole thing Are to ruin it. Up? No. This is insanity. Yeah. But apparently because there were so many people trespassing he flooded the whole thing so that there weren't wouldn't be people uh stopping by if i can't have a peaceful teletubbies land <laughs> no one can also uh what was the food they ate the oh, what was a teletubby food i don't know alexander i didn't watch that show okay well i'm old remember? tubby custard ew <laughs> i think tubby custard was uh it was like mashed potatoes with um food coloring gross <laughs> gross Thank you. Um, Thank you for sharing. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your fun insight. I love it. I've got so much to say about kids' shows. <sighs> Speaking of which, Coco Melon, one out of ten review. Okay. Ooh, ouch. This is this is rough. Here's a one star review titled Bad. This show is bad. In one scene, they sing about washing their hair, and one of the kids did not even have hair, and he was in that very scene. It's really bad, and one of the worst show I have ever watched, and it is one of the worst things that you can place in a small child's mind. My advice? Just don't make them watch it. You should not watch it. I have one use for it. A torture device. End of review. <laughs> uh, the number of times I saw people say this should be used in a torture mm-hmm. chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even have anything clever to say, except for... This reviewer said all the clever stuff. I feel it <laughs> took all the words took it out, of all my mouth. out of your mouth. I just like, oh wow, I caught them in a lie. The one kid doesn't have hair. Oh my god, <laughs> who cares? Don't wash that kid's head. Doesn't have hair. What's the point? Keep it filthy. <laughs> Keep it filthy. Leave it to <laughs> leave it to filth crust over. That oh a, god, that was a really horrible. You thing want the baby's say. head to crust over? <laughs> what does Sorry. that mean? I don't know. If you're not cleaning it. Okay, never mind. This is a review of Coco Melon uh, by Annabelle, who is also 14 years old, but who thinks it should be for ages two and up. Uh, okay, a little more reasonable. Little more reasonable. One star. Title is, It's Bad. Super Bad. I recommend not to watch Coco Melon, and this is why. One. Coco Melon takes other song and changes the lyrics to something weird, and I've learned that they have done that to many songs. Two, they don't deserve to be on Netflix. Their songs are all very weird, and their names are terrible, such as JJ, Mimi, Jack-Jack, and etc. I think that Coco Melon is a knockoff of ABC Kids TV. I think that ABC Kids TV was the best show when I was younger, and I think that they should have kept it as ABC Kids TV, not some weird Coco Melon. I mean, what kind of a name even is Coco Melon? I hope that you agree with me. End of review. <laughs> I do agree with that last bit. Um, what kind of name is Coco Melon? Uh, I don't know. I think I Wikipedia did once. Oh, there's there's lore. The Coco Melon. You you Wikipedia the Coco Melon lore. I haven't delved into the wiki the wiki yet. Like mm. I was on Wikipedia, but I haven't delved into the fan wiki. What is it called? Fan wiki? That's not right. Um, it's not wiki how. <laughs> it's not wiki waka. 
<laughs> because nothing is Wikiwaka. Wiki. Fandom.com. Fandom. 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 com. I haven't delved into that. I felt okay. like I wasn't ready spiritually, emotionally, physically, etc. Yeah. Um, fair. Uh, I do love that they said that they don't deserve to be on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. As if Netflix <laughs> is all just <sighs> the top toppest of Top tiers. Top tier creme de la creme. Yeah. Only the best. That's not really how it works. Not quite. Uh, um. <laughs> I will say too, what is ABC Kids I don't TV? know. I don't know. Is that a show or a channel? I have no idea. That's so I've weird. never heard of that in my life. I mean, again, this person is 14, so I don't really understand like what when they talk about when I was little, it's really alarming that to me. That is alarming. Right? Um, I looked up ABC Kids TV and I, I genuinely... I don't know it. Oh, it's a channel by the the people who make Coco Melon. So oh, because yeah, Coco Melon was originally or is still on YouTube. That yes. was like how it started. Was a YouTube channel. No, I, I thought you weren't on the fandom page, but yes, you're correct on that. No, I just subscribed to Gmail updates about Coco. Oh, did Melon. you? Cool, yeah. cool, cool. I subscribe to Yahoo updates. So let me know if ours. You know, if you get anything, yeah. I don't get. We'll do. I. It's mainly because I want to be a voice actor on Coco Melon. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Should we use this episode as your as your reel? Yes. Okay, great. It'll be you just... saying, "What kind of name is Coco Melon?" What have... kind of name is Coco Melon? <laughs> okay, That's pretty good. That was so bad. That I don't know what Co- what what do Coco Melon characters sound like? Like that? Do you know that there's Blaze calls do it like their Blaze calls it like their uh, you know on a, a soundboard where you uh-huh. uh, so he calls it their soundboard where they. Just in the middle of songs, we'll press certain buttons that you hear like over and over through There's the song. Little John going, yeah, Let's, I can't do almost, a little John thing. almost because it sounds like this, yay, and it, they do it like through like, every that's song, the same exact like the intonation, same one. And, and then there's one that's like ha 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 ha, like a little kid giggling. So it's like <laughs> that those, one's creepy. They have a soundboard and they just press the same <laughs> ones over and over to like sprinkle into the songs. Is there a Coco Melon live con- like live in concert? Not surprised if there is. If there, it's probably on ice, it. there's probably all of it. <laughs> okay, my next one is of Dora the Explorer. Thank God, something different. So D, when I brought up the theme, said, "Oh, you should look up Dora the Explorer." So well, that's her favorite show. Yeah. Um, I mean, now, now she didn't like it when she was little, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she, she was too, it. too. Uh, yeah, she wasn't. She, she, was she didn't sheltered. feel ready. She didn't feel ready yeah. for Dora when she was younger, but you know, now she's <laughs> prepared to take on Swiper. I was gonna um, say, there's that that fox, and he he presents a really startled that fox. Yeah, he presents a chill. I'm not ready either. Okay, uh, clearly. Jeez. Okay, here's a one out of ten uh, review titled A Boring Baby's Show That I Hate With a Passion. <laughs> Why the hell is this piece of dog poop so popular? Why? Why? Even my seven-year-old sister can come up with better ideas. This makes the new episodes of SpongeBob look like a masterpiece. The writers of the show are probably as dumb as Dora. Speaking of Dora, she's got to be one of my least favorite cartoon characters. No, scratch that. My least favorite character of all time. And Boots is no better either. I'd rather watch Blue's Clues, and I don't even like that show either. Oh, I forgot to mention that Dora and Boots sing pointless and dumb musical numbers every episode. If that isn't bad enough, they sing the exact same song every single episode. And don't even get me started on Swiper, who I wish would once swipe Dora's clothes. You know... (laughs) What? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, that got it took a turn. Okay, I thought like, oh, I get where they're coming from. Oh, never mind. Mm-hmm. I would like to separate myself from this person <laughs> and their opinions. You know what? Now I am pretty convinced that this show's writers are dumber than Dora. So bottom line, Dora is a dumb, stupid show that I believe is making our generation's kids dumber. It's sad that kids have to grow up watching these animations instead of watching classics like Tom and Jerry, Looney Tunes, etc. End of review. My God. Signed a 12-year-old who has no idea what they're talking about. They literally said my generation, so. My generation. Or our generation. So maybe it is an older person, but like the thing that I don't understand is- They have a seven-year-old sister, so. Oh, true, true. No, I think it's a fairly, like I assume it's also like a 14-year-old or something. It watches like, um, what's that channel? Uh, Turner Classic Movies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, their kids are going to just watch that. Um, Mom, can I watch TV? Uh, Lassie's on again. Lassie. No, they're going to be like, I want to watch anything but Lassie. Make (laughs) me watch that every night. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't want to even get into it, but like, stop it with that. Tom and Jerry, it was violent and just as stupid as any of the shows today. Like, there's not anything like erudite or smart about a show like a Tom and Jerry. I'm sorry. I hate all the reviews blaming certain media for like ruining a generation it's so stupid ruining a generation it's so stupid you don't even give them a chance they're still like eight right like <laughs> or i guess not anymore yeah um that's sad for my for my own mind imagine if we were like completely shaped just by the tv shows we watched when we were younger oh, cat dog yeah exactly yeah, well, Ed and Eddie really did a number on <laughs> Talk about stupid. <laughs> Talk about stupid. That's show entertainment. I Come on. Look that one up. <laughs> um, okay, so the next one I have is also, this is my last, I promise, last review of Coco Melon. Oh my God. I only have two reviews left, and you're still on Coco Melon. So sorry. You got deep. I'm so sorry. Uh, this is a one star review by a teenager and they also recommend it for two plus the title is no cocoa yummy okay <laughs> my little sister is a big fan and when i say big i mean it she is obsessed one night she woke up in the middle <laughs> oh no one night she woke up in the middle of the night and she was saying cocoa yummy <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. (laughs) So cursed. One night she woke up in the middle of the night and she was saying, Coco, yummy. That's, she says, Coco Melon. And then laughing. She did this for an hour before falling asleep. In fact, I'm forced to watch it right now. I'm so tired of watching it. And as soon as we finish, she has to watch more. Horrible show. And it is taking over my life. End of review. <laughs> At least this person has a reason to be yeah, anti-Coco Very specific Melon. story. I did read a lot of those. People complaining about how these shows affected. Well, in my case, a lot of them were. Uh, how these shows affected their children. Remember the one with the creepy nails, Boo Boo? Oh, yeah. Booba? Boo Boo. Uh, boo- Booba. Booba? I thought Booba were those weird. I... Who are the ones that are really puffy, fluffy fellas that are scary and fly around? Oh, I think those are the monkeys from Wizard of Oz. Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. Exactly. Those did cause 
a lot of behavioral issues in mm. our generation. Sounds about right. No, uh, booba was the thing that yeah, had the, the claws. The claws that they had to change they to changed be the human claws. nails. And people were reviewing like, my children. Like, I felt like it was in the middle of a war zone. They were like, my children. <laughs> they're throwing plates and <laughs> screaming at the top of their lungs. Nothing can be done. Yeah. <laughs> they want to be like booba. <laughs> I saw that about Caillou a lot. A lot oh, of people were too. saying that Caillou caused behavioral issues. And you know what? Hey. I wouldn't be surprised. That little brat was that mean. Show. That guy was mean to his family, to his he was like, little sister. Pitching a little hissy fit. Yeah. My God, he was annoying. But I saw someone who was saying that Dora was the reason that her friend's kid was like going up to strangers and talking to them. Oh things no, things like that. And saying, "Can you say backpack?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. But I'm no expert, so whatever. I, mean, I don't know. The show Zoom was the reason that I one time went outside and picked up some trash on the video camera because I thought it would put wow. me on TV and then it didn't so I never picked up trash again. <laughs> so it wasn't I was a, about to say, wow, what a great influence. It was a good influence for an afternoon. Mm, okay. Yeah. You've never picked Yeah, that's true. You've never picked up trash <laughs> since then. That's why I drop it and walk away. Because you think say, oh whoops, I can't because of Zoom. <laughs> I'm sorry, Zoom affected my behavior and my childhood. And it's been weird because now people think you mean the video Half, oh you know. right i mean that one doesn't help no true no. true i you mean are. uh the trash piles like they just keep getting bigger and so. they're out of the, the frame yeah they are actually so why would you pick them up they've started encroaching but i do feel oh, like no. it, it's sort of a is good that bet. why your computer your your camera's always pointing at the ceiling <laughs> i was wondering why it's so high and, and sometimes it looks like you're just standing over it you can see my hairline a little and then you have bit, to like though. wade through something i yeah. can't see what it is you but can also see the, the stink lines coming from behind oh no i know but i think it looks pretty cool it's like i have a virtual mm. background you know yeah true good, yeah good point thank you um thanks a lot zoom <laughs> my next one is of caillou well on that note <laughs> i didn't um Getting your wine ready for yeah, because I'm still recovering from Leona's birthday, and um, I will say hosting that party it was incredible. Oh, really? Oh my god, it was oh, insane! I'm so happy you had fun. Except that time I had to leave halfway through because you peed I your pants. I spilled the the signature drink all over your couch. Oh, and my pants. I was, I was, I felt sad about your pants. Yeah, he had to go home and change. I, f I mean, I felt bad. I was so embarrassed, and so I, I don't get embarrassed usually. It was so weird. Poor Dee was. I mean, she was fine and everything, but I was so embarrassed and so like unhappy with myself that no. I was like in such a weird mood going home. And I, I don't know. I don't usually get embarrassed, but I was like so embarrassed by that. I think it was because it was so many people. It was uh, a shocking amount of people showed up for, and a, for a first, a child's first birthday party. People of all stages of my life, from all stages of it my was life, from babyhood to today. Yes. So I needed that to get out, get out of there, change into my Lulus. You got to sometimes you gotta, he, next time you know to bring them with you just I as know. a backup. Yeah, I that was. I should have given. Well, it doesn't matter. I was gonna say, Francisco gave me like oversized sweatpants the other day. I should have given you those Adidas ones. But oh. anyway, point being, anyway. Uh, that party it yes. was a blast. But I, uh, I didn't really have a chance to have any beverages. I had like one oh. beer because I was like social butterflying around. True, you were flapping your wings. I was flapping around. I only poked a few people in the eye, and so that's maybe why you spilled your drink. I was yeah. coming through with my flappy mm -hmm, arms. Mm -hmm. Anyway, point being, um, I didn't really have much to drink, and then Blaze's family was here, so I was trying to be, you know, very... Uh, with it? With it and not, um, you know, not a lush 
And so I figured not yourself. Not, uh, I mean, not, not my real, not my true <laughs> self. I hide my true identity from people I care about. Um, mm-hmm. That's why I'm doing this in front of you. Yeah, I get it. I I'm got happy it. to be me when you're around. But anyway, so I'm gonna have a glass of wine to uh, to. This is my recovery phase during my Caillou review. Good. Yeah, because I need to be kind of cocooned away. Uh, mm. The social butterfly is really an introverted Man, caterpillar. You're running with this thing. You yeah. went backwards in your. Stages. Oh, yes. yes. So you'll I'm, be a pupa. I'm the, I went from a beautiful, big, beautiful butterfly to a hungry caterpillar. A chrysalis. I'm back in my little pupa. flying through the salami or whatever he does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the caterpillar flies through the salami. Okay. <laughs> While you're doing that, let me read this review of Caillou titled One Out of Ten. Very relatable title, actually. Okay. Sorry, rev- one out of ten stars. Title is Make It Stop. <laughs> okay. Um, here we go. It says warning spoilers. <laughs> so just in case anyone is worried about the spoilers of Caillou. Yeah, there's a 15 second button on this app for a reason. <laughs> for whatever podcast you're listening to. <laughs> I am severely angered by this show. It is quite possibly the worst show that PBS has ever aired. You know, okay, I'm going to pause to say I can't say I disagree. I also don't disagree because I loved PBS growing up and mm-hmm. even when Francisco was little I thought PBS was pretty quality I don't know what's on there now I'm sure I'll find out soon but Caillou was the one show that drove you and me both I, crazy but it's at least not one of those shows where if someone tells me they really liked Caillou as a kid I would feel judgment towards them I don't know I, I'm sure there's reason to like this little no, show. I mean I don't but, really care at the end of the day but I did find it annoying when I was a teenager yeah I still find it annoying. It it is. Yeah. Here we go. Quite possibly the worst thing about it is that kids idolize that little bowling ball headed brat. (laughs) All he does is whine about anything that happens. I honestly can't see how it teaches anything, but... Wah! Rosie hit me, mommy! (laughs) After seeing probably a minute of this crap, I was smashing my head against the wall trying to make it leave, but they just don't make earplugs powerful enough to cancel out that whiny little monster. End of review. Why are you watching it? I I don't know. See this that it's like some they, clockwork orange shit. It, they're being like forced to to endure. Maybe this they're show. just a prolific IMDb reviewer. Oh, they had to get and through they this. Have to get through. Oh, they saved it for last. But they have such a code of ethics that they were like, I need to watch the whole half hour before I give mm-hmm. it a fair review, mm-hmm. even though it's pure torture. Hey, respect, respect. respect. Who knows? Maybe Caillou has a redemption. <laughs> Can you imagine at the end they're like, no. it's really not so bad. Yeah, there was that one review you read earlier. I meant to say, um, I felt like they changed their own mind during the review where they were saying, sometimes we have that happen in reviews where it's like, they, I don't know, they changed their mind completely. That person that you read earlier changed their mind and said, you know what? No, the people who write the show are dumber than yes. Dora. I've just <laughs> realized, like, they're they're talking themselves into a tizzy. Um, and by the way... Those were the people, those were my former coworkers. Yeah. You know? So you agree with the reviewer? Yeah, they're so dumb. No, just kidding. <laughs> they're all actually so much smarter than I could ever be. Uh, very brilliant minds. There's a reason these shows are successful. Exactly. I mean, you're right. There's a real reason Dora the Explorer merchandise is probably, besides what's that show with the Paw Patrol? I feel like those are the oh, big. Yeah. I mean, I guess Dora's like old now. I feel like that's not really our age anymore. Um, or I mean, yeah, true. Age. No, yeah, and it's, it hasn't been on the air in some years. But Bluey is the new one that's 
that people rave about. Oh, that's an Australian show. Is it Australian? I think. People always say, do you watch Bluey with Leona? And I'm like, um, no, but I will. Yeah. No, I hear it's that's the one to watch. it's one that adults actually enjoy, too, mm-hmm. which is very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might be a, a one-day situation. I don't mean one day. I mean... One day that will be yes. an everyday situation, <laughs> just to be clear. Apple Card is a perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Okay, Alexander, the next review I have is of a show. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Make Way for Naughty. <laughs> <laughs> well, is this a st- so it's not Naughty's Toyland? Um, I think Naughty's Toyland is the movie. The movie, oh. I think, because there were pages for both, but I think Got Make it. Way for Naughty is the actual um tv show mm-hmm. series it's also, also that like adult super center that's <laughs> that we've passed on on the way to no the... that's naughty's toyland see you're getting them mixed up again oh <laughs> you're so right um this show is one that we watched as kids and for whatever reason would probably a good reason it alexander had like completely blacked out i, I did the existence of this show and I remember... Not again, though. <laughs> Never I, again. Well, yeah. And also, it doesn't help that people, whenever Naughty comes up in on social media, I get you a know, all notification the times, on my phone. It's often uh, trending on Twitter, Naughty's okay. Toyland. <laughs> Maybe it's only been a couple times since we first talked about it on the podcast, but it was a inevitably, couple, I, I get a tag. I think it's one of my favorite moments on the show because I kept saying, you know, Naughty, that show. And you were thought I was saying naughty like yeah. n-a-u-g-h-t-y but it's n-o-d-d-y and you were like Christina we watched a show through. called naughty's <laughs> toyland and anyway uh point being I found a review of this and this is a kid who is nine years old and believes this show is for 18 plus <laughs> I, think they, I think they got <laughs> are confused you sure? yeah. with the same thing you did are you sure you're reading the right thing okay. no I'm not um, so this is a review one star. Title is Gives Me the Creeps. So creepy. The animation is really horrible. And someone can't be famous for driving around in a car and helping people. <laughs> Don't watch this. <laughs> oh my god. She's like, excuse me, what's so special about this little tour? So not believable. He drives around and gets, like, lauded for, you know, picking up a loaf of bread for the neighbor or whatever he does. Oh, my God. Oh, that cracks me up. Kid, you're going places. Yeah, you are going places. <laughs> I would love to know what this kid's idea of a TV show is. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's great. Not not being sarcastic. I, I really am curious. Absolutely. Especially if this uh, if Naughty is for 18-year-olds. For only grown-ups. I wonder what kind of show she'd really like to watch True. as a nine-year-old. 
<laughs> Do you have any more? Um, I have one more. Okay, great. This is my last one. Uh, D also mentioned this show. I only have two more. So okay, perfect. Uh, so this one is of uh, Peppa Pig. Aha. Uh-huh. For those who don't know, it's a pig, another bratty character supposedly. And I haven't uh, really watched it. I I don't know anything about it, but uh, I think that was definitely like it missed us and Francisca. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But Renee's brother Joe, what was obsessed with it. And he apparently, like a lot of kids, started saying things in a British accent. Uh, if they're living in not England, they started saying things with a British accent because she talks. Um, no, in England too, Christina. They did? Yeah. Oh, that's the weirdest thing. That's why they have that accent. So it wasn't before. Uh, Pe- they didn't have that until Peppa Pig started. That's why when you watch The Crown, <laughs> she sounds so strange. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, she didn't have Peppa to, yep. to model her language for her. So true. That's why I, I can't understand it. anything they say. Yeah, sometimes I, I watch. I understand the Peppa's English. Yeah, because like the rain in Spain. What is that one? <laughs> Falls mainly on the plane. Yeah, that, that musical. Sound of music. Is that a musical? It's not the sound of music, certainly. Um, yes. Peppa Pig was a touring musical, I believe. <laughs> I'm not even See, kidding. It I'd- changed <laughs> They had a Peppa Pig like live thing. I, I bet they had on ice too, but I know they had one Peppa Pig musical. Yep. Oh, November second, Cincinnati Taft Theater, Peppa Pig's Adventure. Oh my god, should we go? Peppa Pig live. I mean, oh my god, we should go. Oh, My Fair Lady. Duh. Okay, so it was in My Fair Lady. Remember, she talked kind of funny. I've never seen it. Oh my god, you have, but I think you probably blocked I have it. Not. Out. We watched it after Naughty. <laughs> No, Elsie made us watch it when we were little. That's a, believable. On a yeah. VHS tape. But she talked in that voice. And again, I, it's like so sad they didn't have <laughs> that inspiration, that, that person to look up to, you know. The pig, piglet? That piglet to look up to. Um, This person would disagree. They gave it a one out of ten mm. titled Christ Alive. <laughs> oh, also warning, spoilers. How are people giving this any stars? I'm not even lying. My youngest watched it, and we started to notice what a whiny, horrible child he was becoming. Crying, tantrums, using the word stupid literally all the time. My eldest, too, didn't watch Peppa, and this was unlike anything I'd ever seen. He was just horrible. Then one day, I noticed him copying George. So we banned Peppa Pig and replaced it with Hey Dougie. My child is actually lovely now. It's like banishing Peppa exercised him or something. Oh my god. Mummy Pig is pretty much the most abusive, (gasps) gaslighting, lazy pig I have ever had the displeasure of listening to. I can't imagine this person's listening to too many pigs. (laughs) Maybe Uh, Babe, but Babe is so great. The Babe sets the bar so high. Exactly. So it's not fair to pig kind. Like, honestly, it makes me cringe the way she speaks to Daddy Pig and her parents. You can tell they're not his parents because they literally run him down all the time. Peppa is just horrible. If she was my kid, I'd have probably locked her in the shed by now. She's just such a spoiled, evil little hog. End of review. It's the weirdest thing how my child starts saying all these, Jesus H. Christ, Christ alive. I wonder how my child has said the word stupid so often. (laughs) Whenever I let him out of the shed, he calls me stupid. Whenever I lock him away for running me over with the (laughs) four-wheeler. Don't get me started on my (laughs) in-laws. I cannot believe this. I, I... 
I wonder how bad it is. Cause, because I read a few Peppa Pig reviews too, and they were all kind of saying the yeah. same thing that mm-hmm. my kid, it was similar to Caillou. Like my kid became really like um, aggressive or was copying the language or. It's I one don't of know. those things where you read so many of those reviews where you start thinking, hey, maybe they have at least somewhat of a point. Yeah, I guess. Um, I don't know enough about these shows, but. Um... Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if kids had some issues <laughs> that stem from them watching certain shows. Yeah, I mean, I can see, I, even when I listen to podcasts, I pick up on certain sayings and things that I don't say in normal life yeah. that I just hear in my podcast. So I can see why that would happen. Yeah. I just, I I don't know. That's why I'm saying Tom and Jerry, <laughs> they hit each other with hammers. Yeah, like, it could I don't be know worse. <laughs> what positive stuff you're getting from Tom and Jerry. I Not that I didn't watch it. I loved it. But um, yeah, what kind of? I actually positive... hated it. You did? I did. It made me so stressed out. Oh, I loved it. Because I was like, "Stop trying to eat him." Well, you knew he never would succeed. But so it was I didn't. Fun. I did, but I I suspended my disbelief. You know what I mean? Wow, quite the imagination you have. It's being able kind to of imagine more, more Tom a, getting more of a lack finally thereof. getting Jerry. It was more of a lack thereof. I just oh. couldn't understand what the what the <laughs> that the ending would be the same every single time. But then also I was like, don't hurt that cat. You're dropping an anvil on his head, you know? Fair. Like stop smashing his head, that's gonna kill him. Yeah. Shockingly it never killed him. I I, I just couldn't pick up on the pattern. Well, <laughs> you know, I think is what every time I, I'd wake up in the middle of the night to screaming because <laughs> she thought Tom died. <laughs> holding a funeral like yeah. weekly i yeah. had a grave out back and it was just empty because i was like one of these days he's yeah. not gonna survive she had posters of a post a poster of jerry in her room with like big x's for eyes and <laughs> it was like really she was just really mad at jerry she hated jerry, jerry for the abuse darts. that we only had the nerf, nerf darts though <laughs> yeah, so yeah. i just they did i had to glue them on because they didn't stick mm-hmm. to the wall <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yep <laughs> This is a dumb show that we do. Okay. Can you I, I wonder. I bet some kids are going to have just, behavioral issues if they listen to us. My eyes just went wide because I heard myself say it out loud and I went, oh my God, what are we influencing? Mm-hmm. I hope nobody and nothing. <laughs> I really do. Uh, wow. Okay. So this is a two-star review of the show Arthur, which I maintain is a classic and even the younger, even Gen Z loves mm-hmm. Arthur. Like yeah. I feel like this is a mutually loved show by many generations. Yeah, I, I, those, those books, the books alone, the, the show, I loved all. It's just of it. all so classic mm-hmm. and so fun. Um, and that was the one when Francisco was little. I just really hated watching Wonder Pets and all that stuff and Dinosaur Train. And What's I, it's Wonder Pets. That sounds so remember familiar. The hamster and he flew around. The duckling. Oh and my they flew god! Flew around and saved the day. Yes. Yeah. I forgot about that. Honestly, I Christina, couldn't. That was so funny. I love that show. And Dinosaur Train. It I love Dinosaur Train. I think Wonder Pets was great. I didn't oh mind Wonder Pets. Oh my god, they're Wonder so Pets. funny. But I, I, it is weird because I feel like we have a strange, like, small pocket insight into that because generation's of TV because yeah. of Francisca, That's and we true. missed everything on both either side of it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so. Because uh, I think Teletubbies was between us and her, sort of like, yeah. Maybe a I, re- little. I remember watching Teletubbies back at uh, Beechwood on the third floor, and I think you and I watched it, and we were like, "Haha, this is so stupid! It's for babies." But I enjoyed it. But we didn't change the channel. Yeah, exactly. No, we that that was there was a time when it was kind of embarrassing. 
at our age, suppose like quote unquote yeah, embarrassing just, to watch it, but we still watched it. Do you think that still happens? Because I remember feeling so ashamed because people at school were singing that song, um, uh, "Joy to the World." No, wait. What? Hold on. <laughs> okay, where is this going? It went. It went. Um, is this a bit? No, I'm serious. Okay. I'm dead serious. It went. Barney's dead. They barbecued oh, his head. Yeah. They stuffed him in a toilet or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. And it was like this really graphically Very violent Very song. Very aggressive. And I remember being six. I was in first grade yeah. and thinking like, but I love Barney. Yeah. <laughs> and being like really disturbed yeah, because I no, I didn't sounds... have any context for why you would like chop off someone's head. I was yeah, very yeah. startled by that. Um, and I remember thinking, everyone went around the room and said, do you watch Barney? And of course I had to say <gasps> no. Yeah, that kind of thing. Like just a lot of like pointing out like who should be bullied or made fun of. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just, I, wa- I hope it's not that way anymore because. Me too. I hope it's at least less aggressive. They're like, give me your, give me your phone so I can look at your YouTube history. See yeah, if you're still watching Coco Melon. Oh, oh, that would be terrible. Yep prove it oh my gosh i remember one time in school this is just one of those like memories that lives in my brain and will haunt me for for eternity um is when shana simon had everybody in the library and she made us she went down the line and smelled all of our hair to see (laughs) to see who had washed our hair that day bad that's bad and you know what what this is the worst part i was like thank god because i didn't shower every single day i was eight okay or whatever like i literally and honestly i still don't shower every day you're not even necessarily supposed to you don't have to so i didn't know no one smelled shana's hair see that's a thing she got ahead of it she got ahead of it point alexander you know what i mean she that's why she is the ceo of google now i'm just kidding i thought she works for like dove (laughs) shampoo or something (laughs) She actually did back then. She was oh, in no. charge of their like it, uh, like on. It was like the gr- on, on the, the ground on grassroots the- <laughs> marketing. Um, <laughs> no. Jesus Christ! She smelled everybody's hair and was like, mm-hmm. "You're good, you're good, you're good." And I was like, "Thank God, I actually washed my hair this morning." And then she smelled my hair and she went, "Oh, gross." <gasps> And I still don't know if it was just like to be mean yeah. or if like mom just bought some weird like non scented like toms of maine shampoo or something that you couldn't smell it doesn't matter but anyway things like that i don't know why i'm talking about this except that i think about it a lot of times when i can't fall asleep at night anyway this is a review (laughs) of arthur it's a two-star review by a teenager 13 years old who believes arthur is for ages five and up uh two stars and the title is slice of life show is mostly unremarkable and bland and again, this wow, is a thirteen-year-old okay. sounding like interesting. Sounding like he's uh, writing a piece in the New Yorker. But anyway, here we go. Don't get me wrong. There are some good things about this show nowadays, like Mr. Ratburn being gay and one of the bullies becoming good. However, the plots are mostly boring and nonsensical, such as the brain fighting a Spanish animal girl called Los Dados in a chess match, or the 22-minute special with DW's birthday, where DW plays hide-and-seek and finds a spot where the twins never find her. In that episode, DW's bizarre fantasies come to life, while Arthur is traveling four years in the future using a black hole. Also, the episodes that do feature something remarkable are handled pretty poorly in an overly boring and kiddy way. I heard there are episodes about 9-11 and cancer, and that those are pretty good, but I didn't get to see any of them. 
There is some slapstick, bullies, and an episode where Arthur is constantly teased about how he has a crush on Francine, like in every other piece of children's media. But otherwise, this series is very kid-friendly, which is the best I can say about it. This title contains great messages, too much violence, and sexy stuff. Wait, too much violence? It sounded like this child wanted more violence out of Arthur. What's the 9-11 talk? This isn't kiddie. This is too kiddie for me. Hey, they told me it was 9-11 in here. We need death and destruction. Blow up a building. Yeah, I was very surprised. I thought, oh, wow, 9-11 cancer. And then they were like, but unfortunately, those were nowhere to be found. (laughs) I can just picture this child Googling or YouTubing. (gasps) Arthur 9-11, Arthur Cancer. Arthur Cancer, I mean- Don't Google that. Don't Google that. Let's just put it ahead of, let's just get ahead of it. Don't Google that. I don't even know because I can't specifically remember. I do remember Mr. Rapper being gay. That was like a recent thing. Like the recent announced thing. Recently, like definitely a Gen Z level, like they were all excited. Yeah. But- um, But you weren't. I was not. (laughs) I actually- Because you had a big crush on him. (laughs) I know you were like, not again- Another person or character I had a crush on that turns out to be gay. The problem was I only no had one space left on my loose leaf paper where I was listing all of the names and Mr. Rapper. I was like, I have to end on Mr. Rapper. <laughs> Mr. Rapper. Lord. Uh, anyway, oh, I, I was. Rapper. Yes, I was in love with Mr. Rapper. I can't even say that was <laughs> Who straight wasn't? Who wasn't though, right? Amen. Okay. So this is the last one I have. Um, this is a review of The Big Comfy Couch. Yes. Oh, my God. Classic. Canadian television at its finest. Canadian television, the peak of it. And this is a one-star view by Green Beans 912 And it's an adult who believes this show is for 18 and up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the title is, Don't Be Fooled by the Goofy Clowns. This show has disturbing sexual references. And I... This sounds familiar. I'm extremely curious to see what you think at the end of this. I feel like we talked about... Did we? Big comfy couch sexual references before. Isn't that weird? Because I was Googling it and I was like, I feel like I've thought about this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's not, that's not how You're I'm, Googling that's this. That's not how I meant to Uh-oh. say that. Uh oh. No, I just, um, <laughs> I just mean after this review, I read it and I went, what the fuck? And I started Googling it thinking, like, what are they referring to? And I couldn't find anything. Oh. Yeah. And then I asked, Who did you ask? Myself. I didn't ask you. I'm asking you right now if you have any uh, memory of this because I felt like we had talked about it, but I don't know when or why. Well, speaking of which, sorry, quick side note. uh, In our 200th episode, I brought a Yelp forum Mm -hmm. and everyone was tweeting, oh, yeah, you already talked about that. Apparently, we talked about that Yelp forum where people mentioned Beach 2 Sandy. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't remember that at all, but multiple people said that, so. I'm pretty sure in the 200th episode, I was like, I'm amazed it took us this long to find it. You did say that, yeah. Oh, no. Whoopsies. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I know we've talked about Big Comfy Couch on here before, but I I don't know, like, Major Bedhead, like, oh, I don't, like, what, something wrong with that? Lie a pants on fire, (sighs) hanging from from a telephone telephone wire. Oh, my gosh, good stuff. I remember that. I remember like the clock stretching. Oh yeah, yeah. She, she was very limber. Molly was. Yeah. Is that her name Molly or is a doll Molly? Um, her name was Lunette the clown. Lunette the clown. Then Molly, Molly the doll. Molly was a doll. Okay. Molly the dolly. Okay. So the title once again is "Don't Be Fooled by the Goofy Clowns." This show has disturbing sexual references. I'm very curious. 
Let me start by saying that I used to watch this show as a child and recently stumbled across it on YouTube Kids while browsing through old shows with my husband and six-year-old. While I had a vague memory of any specific details, I remember being obsessed with the couch. The main character, Lunette, would randomly pull oversized objects from inside the couch, items that couldn't possibly fit without, quote, magic. Sounds like a dream for an imaginative child, right? I hit play on the first episode that came up and was utterly floored by the content. The scene opened with Lunette and her puppet doll Molly under the blanket making funny noises. Hmm. Lunette popped her head out and said, parentheses, paraphrasing, Oh hi, we're playing under the blanket making funny noises. She covers her head again and continues making blowing noises with her tongue like fart sounds, and reappears to assure the audience that it's okay, we're only making silly noises. Lunette then removes the blanket completely, showing Molly bent over with her bum in the air. My husband and I looked at each other in horror, mouthing Lunette's last phrase to each other, while our son giggled at the fart noise. The scene continued with a word rhyming game where Molly had to guess a word that rhymed with Lunette's. Molly, who doesn't speak, expresses herself with thought bubbles containing pictures of what she's thinking. Molly rhymed the word bum with a thought picture of a cartoon baby in a diaper bent over as she previously was, showing the top of the bum. Granted, adults see things differently than kids. My husband and I viewed this scene with the knowledge of all the bad things in the world. And maybe we are overthinking it. However, we immediately exited the show and went back to YouTube search results only to see titles like Give a Pinch, Grow an Inch, Bubble Bath for Molly, and I Feel Good. After further research on my own, I found an array of sexual references in nearly every episode of the show, making it clear that this odd display was not an isolated, creepy incident. Simply put, parents are responsible for teaching their children about appropriate and inappropriate contact with people. This keeps our children safe from possible predatory behavior of others. Simultaneously, we struggle to find tactful ways of explaining such uncomfortable things, and this show almost normalizes behavior that parents would certainly not want directed at their child. Subliminal messages are very real in media, and data shows that such messages can and will affect the way children approach certain situations and subsequently react to them thereafter. I strongly encourage parents to watch this program before allowing their kids to watch it. End of review. Jeez. I just feel like there's nothing that bad. I, I, I would be surprised and if also, there was actually anything that bad, but they're not wrong about subliminal messages. And also, um, like there are a lot of very, very questionable YouTube channels, now oh, TikTok yeah. accounts that um, have that kind of, kind of content that is very questionable. Uh, like what? Seems, what? Like what? Like very sexualized children's like Seriously? stuff. Yeah. It's scary. Ugh. There's a lot out there like that. And so that's why I'm like, okay, maybe. I, yes, I see. I, I, I don't discount like the, the anxiety over that. Yeah. So I, I guess I, yeah. I guess I'm just like they're playing under a blanket. I'm not like, oh my God. What they described, I'm like, that doesn't seem nearly and the as fact bad. That they said they were what, paraphrasing. How, I'm like, no, I what know. did it actually I was like, say? Maybe you should just tell us what happened exactly. I, it would be, it's just one of those things where I'm like, I'd have to see it first to think yeah. but and also I mean, the her kid was laughing at the fart noises which was i i assume was the point of what they were doing yeah, yeah. i don't know i i think but they even acknowledged that maybe they're thinking too much about it i don't know overthinking that bit but if they saw all these references and 
thought it wasn't appropriate for their child. What's whatever. the subliminal messages mean? Like you said that that was a real thing. In like, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Those YouTube channels. There's so many like, like the supposedly kid friendly channels that are very that like we can see what's going on, but maybe kids don't. Yeah, and and see. also like the intention behind it is not positive either. Right. Um, I'm not saying that's the case for Big Comfy Couch. But yeah, as someone who grew up watching Big Comfy Couch, that's not something that uh, ever crossed my mind. But again, like it's, you know, I was a kid, so who knows? But you also watched I, Naughty's Toyland, so. I did watch. I experienced Naughty's Toyland. blacked it out. So, you know. True. Who knows what you were absorbing and what you weren't. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. And I mean, I, I think the thing about... <laughs> lunette the clown and all that too is it was like a bunch of adults in costume which yeah. you know i mean you... but they're but they're literally clowns so if they're under the covers making fart noises i'm gonna not read too much into that because they're fucking clowns yeah you know? and also the doll <gasps> I is have like said it that way oh they're fucking clowns. i'm sorry about subliminal messaging oh no not in our show <laughs> of course our show that's what comes out of all yeah, of this true. um i understand that maybe it's like oh this is uncomfortable but i i don't also, like a baby has a butt. I don't know. It's just such a like a baby to, to in a diaper. You like, sexualizing well, a like this yes, reviewer is kind of sexualizing. I think that's what, where my brain. What was. I think is like a very innocuous thing. I think that's exactly what it was. Like, oh my gosh! Like they were bent over, and it's like, well, the babies. Have you not seen a baby? Like, they, have you seen Leona? I, <laughs> because she thinks she can like do a handstand, and it really never ends well. <laughs> she's she's wild. She's so fast. She's scared. She's, she's actually like zipping. She's a menace. I, I, you blink, and she's in another room. It's very fr- or inside the fireplace, like or somewhere. Inside, she like not even in a room. Yeah. You're like she was in the room. Which room is she in? Oh, she's not in a room. She's inside the chimney. <laughs> uh, okay, that answers that. Uh, yeah, and she's not even walking yet. No, she's not. That's scary. Oh, she's trying though. So mm-hmm. that's really frightening so until she can climb upstairs at least now you can escape her by walking is, upstairs she does climb stairs no oh yeah that's the biggest problem with her crawling is you look away for a minute and she's halfway up the stairs you have to wow, like go, i didn't know she, she could do that oh yeah she climbs and climbs and climbs i struggle with stairs to this day stairs are hard yeah so she's very good at that and all she wants to do is go up the stairs because she knows i mean i don't know if i've probably said this on the show but her first words were 999 she spent all day today which is october 3rd saying 999 um and it's her favorite word because we say it anytime she's doing some one of her favorite activities Mm. so she's putting her finger in an outlet she's climbing the stairs she's chasing the cat she's dumping the dog's water bowl into her lap and we say 999 which is german for no so it's now her favorite word but you can usually find her when you hear that noise yeah. echoing through the house and she's either inside the <laughs> chimney or at least she announces that she's doing something she does wrong. yeah Good. so that that is helpful anyway so i read that and i felt kind of bummed out because i was like wow yeah nothing sacred which i mean we've already learned that yeah I, I gotta say big comfy couch was always sacred to me and it still is it still is yeah father son holy spirit mm. and it was around this time that i remembered the show gullah gullah island <laughs> And I got, I don't have a review of it, but I just got like really weirdly invested in it. And oh, there you was, like we're watching it or just reading about I was it? I watching it. Oh. It's on Peacock TV. I use. Oh. Oh, by the way, if there are a bunch of searches on there for Gullah Gullah Island, doctor, visit, dentist, that was me. Okay. Because I'm using your account, you know. You are? Oh, yeah. I was... I, I mix it up with Discovery Plus, which I'm using yours. Right. As Stink Boy 420. 
<laughs> you yeah, named it. <laughs> I did name it. And it has a Sasquatch, Still a, a Bigfoot uh, profile pic. Still cracks me up. But yes, I uh, I was looking at Gullah Gullah Island and there was one... Ep- Dentist. I'm I was, Googling that. I was looking for the doctor episode. Because mm-hmm. I this is... I don't know. I should probably talk to a therapist about this. But I used to be obsessed with any doctor episodes of any TV shows we watched, like any kids shows, mm. where they went to the doctor. I was like deeply obsessed with. We had that CD, vet CD-ROM too. That was very. I was in our deeply, deeply obsessed. Uh, anything that had to do with the doctor. Yeah. I was obsessed with, and I don't know what it means. I don't know if it it was like your body knew you had like a chronic illness, a very bad illness, maybe. And I remember this one time when I was little, and Gullah Gullah Island was coming on, and obviously we did not have the ability to switch or skip commercials or change the channel. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, I love this show. And I thought, God, I wish they would do an episode about going to the doctor. And I was like, closing my eyes and like praying that it would be a doctor episode. And then the show started and they went to the doctor. And I God could delivered. not fake it was. It felt like one of those moments where I was like, did I just control reality? <laughs> but I tried to find the episode and I couldn't find it. There were a lot of weird ones. There's like a talking seagull in the show who becomes a doctor mm, in one of the episodes. Mm. Wasn't that one? They went to the dentist. Yeah, I don't remember any of this. Okay, anyway, I loved Gullah Gullah Island. And by the way, I watched it last night and I loved it just as much. It still holds up? Just so good. How many edibles in? I think I was at three at that point. <laughs> oh, dear. No, just kidding. I had, ta- I had taken one. Mm, okay. That helps for things like that. Like yeah. I said, I wasn't drinking. I wasn't being myself. So instead, yeah. I took an edible. Hey. You know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do if you're Amen. researching children's shows like Caillou. But I watched Gullah Gullah. I, I watched two full episodes. Nice. And it's fun. Where do you feel? Oh, you said Peacock? Peacock. Good to know. Good to know. It was really fun. I'm really hurting for something to watch. I'm watching Succession right now, which is a little bit different. Um, you think? Not a, not enough of Doctor episodes, if you <laughs> ask me. There is a talking seagull in that one, too, though. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I, I don't know. I just wanted to throw that in there because I don't know if anybody else watched that show. This has all been an ad for Gullah Gullah Island on Sponsor. Peacock. <laughs> you know what? I wish. Sometimes there are those like Peacock ads that are like, um, the reason I started watching The Patient on Hulu is because of a podcast ad. Oh, really? I yeah. really want to watch it. I'm going to start it Oh, it's soon. really good. But um, this is not an ad for that either. <laughs> Can you imagine? This was just all like a roundabout ad for... Anyway. Hey, okay. talk about subliminal messaging. <laughs> it's not very subliminal, <laughs> Yeah, true. It's pretty bliminal. <laughs> What's happening? It's pretty bliminal, she says, as a giant robot. What is that robot? Was there a robot out there? Yeah. What is it? <laughs> cat food the automatic cat oh. food dispenser but when we had the party we were worried the cats oh. were going to be too scared so we put their food up here but then when i came upstairs to get something to get the tripod for the photo yeah. booth i made geo was eating all the cat food oh, so boy. it's completely empty and uh the cats were downstairs anyway trying to oh. trying to get attention yeah or while they party. were trying to eat all the fake leaves since it was True. kind of a jungle jungle True. theme party okay here we go it's my challenge now. Yes. Sorry. That was a really long... Mm, Gullah Gullah uh, Island tra- journey. Journey and um, intermission. So it, uh, we'll see how much I leave in. This was my challenge. It was from Jill. And mm. it was reviews of businesses that are about the business's jingle rather yes. than the business itself. So good. Wow. After 
watching all these shows, delving into all these little like weird nooks of my memory, uh, watching YouTube videos and reading about these jingles was it felt like an extension of the first mm-hmm. half of this mm-hmm. episode. Interesting. Because I was like YouTubing Gullah Gullah Island. And then I was like YouTubing like Salino and Bach. I was like Googling just more adult version of things that <laughs> yeah. stick stick in your subconscious forever. I hope there are common sense media reviews about these. <laughs> well, I learned a lot. Good. Unfortunately. Uh, oh. So this first one was sent in by Jean. She, her. And I will say... This is one of the topics we've gotten the most emails about in a long time. Yeah. Uh, We got a lot. So I didn't read all of them, but this was from Jean, she, her, and it's about Milestone Air and Electric in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And I- Milestone Air and Electric. Oh, that's pretty good. I don't know what it is. Well, the part they sing is not that. (laughs) (laughs) The part they sing is, we'll fix it in a flash. Oh. We'll fix it in a flash. Honestly, I watched it three times and you don't even know what it is. That sounds about as good as okay. what I could okay. probably emulate. I'm sure Gene is like, no, no, no. It goes like this. <laughs> but uh basically they do, we'll fix it in a flash, and the guy like points to the camera. Mm. It's something. It's something. So this is a one-star review of Milestone Aaron Electric by Arthur. Well, that's weird. That's actually his name. <laughs> okay. You guys are out of our service area, but I've tolerated your commercials for quite some time. I usually don't mind, except now y'all are popping up a nasty picture of a stopped up sink that is gross. It happens so fast that you can't even look away in time. What is that? Chili? Also, please stop showing that every five minutes during dinner time, please, and thank you. End of review. (laughs) Gross. And this is uh, the response from Milestone Electric Aaron Plumbing owner. Hi, Robert. It's not chili. It's poop. (laughs) I see how you mix them up. (laughs) Um, I also put Robert, but I meant Arthur. His name is Robert Arthur. I don't know. Yeah, let's just give all of his names, Christina. That's a great idea. (laughs) Okay. Hi, Arthur. (laughs) Our goal was not to gross you out, more to make viewers like you aware of what could be going on in the drains of your home undetected. We hope this never occurs in someone's home, but in the event that it does, you have a trusted company to call who has seen the worst case scenario many times over and can help. We hope you have a wonderful day. (laughs) So basically didn't answer any of the questions of what the product really is in the drain. probably poop. It's got to be poop, right? Yeah. Otherwise, I'd say, oh, don't worry. It's not chili. It looks like chili. I mean, gross. Gross, gross, gross. Um. But yeah, I love when they're saying, oh, I've tolerated your annoying ads for so long (laughs) with the songs. Um, So this is the one that I was most excited to look up. It's of the Montgomery Flea Market in Montgomery, Alabama. (laughs) Classic. It's such a classic. And if you folks, I'm sure most of you have heard it. If you haven't, you got to look up the Montgomery Flea Market. It's just like a mini mall. Hey, hey, (laughs) you can find it. I used to watch that sh- that I was gonna say that show. I used to watch that uh, ad on repeat, and yeah. then there was a remix, and it's just a good it's just a good song. So here is a five star review. Oh, by the way, I looked it up on Yelp, and no longer open. permanently closed, Darn. which was a real bummer. But I have two reviews, and they're both redemptions. So this is a five star review by Russ. 
Flea Market Montgomery is a super place to visit and to purchase furniture. Sammy Stevens is a very gracious man who enjoys spending time with all his fans. Definitely worth a stop. And a real. <laughs> Cute. Because I know there were so many people who went in just to see Sammy Stevens. Because he went viral. <laughs> and then he went bankrupt. <laughs> and then he went bankrupt. But he no. went viral first. I don't <laughs> know if he went viral. bankrupt. Maybe no, he I'm left his sto- shop for like a star-studded yeah, Hollywood adventure. Which I is know. relocated, you know? It's just like a mini mall. Hey, hey. Living rooms, bedrooms, dinettes. <laughs> it's so oh good. Oh my god, I haven't watched that in years. That's like a classic uh, 2000s viral YouTube, YouTube video. Shit. Yeah, I love it. And this is a five-star review of Montgomery Flea Market by Alvin. Awesome. This place is just like a Mimi mall. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry, they've been spelled mini mall with an M. And I think they were trying to be oh. clever. <laughs> this place is just like a Mimi Mall. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 11 people found this review useful. 29 Ooh, yes. found it funny and two people found it cool. Only two. This place is just well. like a Mimi, Mimi Mall. <laughs> Mimi Mall. The thing is, all the reviews were like, oh, I found a living room, bedroom, and dinette here. Like, they were all playing along yeah, with the, yeah. the song. And then Charles wrote Mimi Mall. And I was like, oh, bud, you really tried. <laughs> you tried. <laughs> all right, the next one I have is a review of Chili's. You know the song? I want my baby back, yep, baby back, yep, baby yep, back, yep, baby yep, back. Yep. yep. So this is a one-star review by Tyler, who's the first to review this Chili's. Can I give this any negative stars? No? Well, one will have to do. Oh my god, this place sucks. I cannot even begin to tell you how disappointed I was when I went here. I gave it three tries, three times I wasted my money here. Three times I punished the toilet because of their food. I should have learned from the first time, but I like to give chances. The third and final time my girlfriend and I went here was on Wednesday afternoon. We both got off work early and decided to catch some lunch. For some fucking reason, we ended up at Chili's. Upon entering the smoke-clad entrance, we were welcomed, after waiting for two minutes, by the loveliest wench I had ever met. Asked for a booth by the bar, in which the Wicked Witch of the West simply snarled its free seating and walked away mid-sentence. Okay, no big deal. Since be- uh, Amid that sentence? Mid-sentence. <laughs> it's free seating. I'm like, so glad I, you had that thought because I did too, but I was like, maybe I'm overthinking it, but like, like three words. Mid sentence is a stretch. <laughs> is a stretch in this in this context. Okay, no big deal. Since being a host is such hard work, I thought nothing of it. Yikes, this person is insufferable. Dick. Go punish someone's toilet. <laughs> the menu looked great. I was very excited to try some of Chili's famous baby back ribs. Enter Malibu Stacy, the ditziest waitress I have ever met. Now, I have worked as a server, host, and line cook, so before any of you bash me for being harsh, relax. There are a few things I hate more than being (laughs) a, well, I was going to say a uh, chauvinistic asshole, but I think that's right. Tied for first with somebody who tells other people to relax. I cannot stand (laughs) when people say relax. Christina, relax, please. It's infuriating. (laughs) And honestly, it really makes me do the opposite. This waitress couldn't. I feel like when people are telling you to relax, they don't want you to relax. They're trying to rile you up anyway. They're trying to play into. That's so true. 
This waitress couldn't name the dressing they carried without checking with the bartender three times. Three is a lucky number at this place. After she took our order, she came back with our free wings. It's apparently free wings from open to some time, I didn't really pay attention, and we asked for some ranch. About three quarters through the wings, no fucking ranch. I figured she must be busy, but was I delighted to see she was flirting her way through next semester with one of the managers. I politely asked her across the room, and no answer. Finally, I had to get up and go up to her and ask, in which she blinked four to six times, it hits her and she scurries off. By the time she comes back with it, our food comes out. Holy fucking shit. My ribs looked like my grandmother's skeleton boiled and served with some ketchup. <laughs> oh, help. Help. What? That's a new one. Dude, that's some fucking psycho. Uh, what's that show? Norma uh, Bates, Bates Motel. Motel shit. <laughs> looked like my grandma's skeleton served Yikes. with ketchup. What a disturbing thought. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. My ribs looked like my grandmother's skeleton boiled and served with some ketchup, and my girlfriend's fajitas looked like last night's garbage refried with a hint of loose stool. The only good thing we had were our drinks and the wings because they were free. Chilies, I hate you. And in the tune of your famous jingle, I want my money back, money back, money back. Chilies, you really suck. Your food is just fug ugly. Yes, fug ugly. End of review. Oh, <laughs> saying it twice doesn't make it make sense though yeah he's like you Fuck. heard me right and i'm like are you are you sure are you sure i did are you sure wow this person <sighs> you can't say tell people to relax while you're also comparing your grandmother's skeleton <laughs> to a plate of ribs from chilies you're the one who needs to relax and i i say that to rile you up and because i really do mean it I just feel like before you give him any more criticism, you need to remember that he's worked as a server before. Oh, never mind. That's true. So he knows what his grandmother's skeleton served with words would look like. Exactly. And I feel like you need to understand true. that he has every right to compare this server to a Barbie doll. Mm -hmm. Malibu Stacy or yeah. whatever you called her. Yeah. Because that's what it's that's what it's all about, being in the service industry, you know? The restaurant industry, that's what it's about. Yeah. Um, just trashing everyone mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and their food okay zandy so the last thing i did was i looked up salino and barnes <gasps> classic i feel like we knew about salino and barnes yeah but it's it's a, like an upstate new york oh company maybe due to the internet i don't know maybe that and might so be it i was trying to figure out like why on earth we were so familiar with this yeah commercial jingle but it mm, I feel like we saw it on TV. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I definitely knew about Selena and Barnes. And do you know the song? Any of the songs? That's a hint. I f oh, I feel like I would if I started to hear them. It's like Selena and Barnes, injury attorneys, call yeah. 888. That's not right. It's off tune, but that, you know what I mean. No, that was fantastic. 888. But that is the newer one. That's one of the newer ones. Okay, okay. Now, there was a whole drama, and multiple people emailed oh, no. me the entire drama, and I'm not going to read all of it. Basically, from what I gathered, Salino and Barnes were two injury attorneys. They made this... Their original song was a different phone number. It was like something, something, 50, 20, or I don't know. There was a different song that was like their local... It was either Rochester, New York, or Buffalo or something. It was like 
their number. Then when that became kind of a viral sensation, so to speak, or it was like really well known, they changed their number. What? To 888-8888-8888. And people were pissed. Like pissed. Like why would you change a good thing? They wanted to be double of Blake Maislin. They wanted to double Blake Maislin, uh Blake the attorney Maislin, if you will, local legend 4444444. So they made it 888 and then at one point, the slogan was even like, call eight. Mm. But then the two of them got into a... Legal battle? Yes. Huh? I'm serious. There were some legal issues with both of them. They got into it. They split up. Then Salino became his own firm. And his number was 444-44444. Yeah. Okay. And then there was Barnes... They tried to do their own jingle, essentially, with different numbers. And then they reunited a few years ago. But Barnes was killed in a helicopter crash at age, like, 61. Shit. Anyway, it's all very dramatic. I need to be reading this. I'm I need to... serious. Go need check to... the emails. A lot of people sent me the story. Okay. And I probably butchered some of it, but... I can't wait for the freaking... Discovery Hulu. Plus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be like a docu-series. Docu-series, yeah. But everyone knows them for their yeah. jingle. So this is a four-star review of Selena and Barnes, and it is by Fox. <gasps> no. I'm so serious. Oh my gosh, amazing. Okay, four stars. And there's an update, so I'm going to read the original first. Okay. They have a massive presence in Buffalo, although a while ago they became the Barnes firm, as Selena was disbarred or something for a few years. Now he's back with a vengeance. Well, I'm not sure about the vengeance. I went to them because I was the victim of a brutal attack in the south towns of Buffalo. I only decided to talk to them when I was on the road, so I went into their Manhattan office to talk to them about the possibility of a lawsuit, since the actual law hadn't done anything about it. We knew who was responsible for the attack, and I even had video evidence of it. Unfortunately, they weren't too interested because they generally only take on cases they are pretty sure they can win that are open and shut and straightforward. Mine was much more complicated, and without getting into details of it, they turned it down right away. They did seem sympathetic and decent people, but did not help me at all. I'd like to also state the obvious that I did not meet with either Salino or Barnes, and I doubt they even work out of this office. Uh, and then, here's the update. Ceilings and barns are much better. <laughs> Basically, roofs and places where horses hang out. These lawyers can't deal with that. They're one of New York's most famous and infamous personal injury firms. Despite my somewhat negative review, I received the most wonderful, heartfelt, and detailed follow-ups after this review that showed me how much they really care. It made sense to me and made me feel much better about the whole thing. So, I think based on this, four stars is deserved. Yeah. End of review. Nice, Fox. And there's a photo that he included of uh, the famous billboard, one of them. Love it. Uh, injured, question mark, 800-888-888. And uh, there is also a fame, and he, his caption says, oh no, both of them got injured? How sad. <laughs> oh my God. And there is a famous billboard that says, injured? Great. No. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was kind of one of their little viral marketing campaigns. <laughs> that's, that's terrible i love it but it's terrible i know and this was the final one i have it's a redemption of selino and barnes by sam five stars 
I was watching TV and was excited to see a Salino and Barnes commercial because of the catchy jingle. I watched the commercial and was left very surprised to hear no jingle. I immediately called the number and filed a complaint. The person on the phone seemed to be laughing for some reason. I don't know why. Then two weeks later, I see a new commercial that only had don't wait, call eight. I was so upset and disappointed. What happens if someone forgot their number and can't remember it? However, I was most upset about how they didn't respond to a complaint. Here's a response from business owner. This seems reasonable. Thanks for five stars, though. Oh. <laughs> <Never view. laughs> Self-aware. They know what people care about. And it's about it's that jingle. I that's hilarious that they called that they and the person like laughed. <laughs> and I also love that they called and said, "What if I forget the number?" And they're like, "You just called us without <laughs> the jingle. Like you literally just a, used that so commercial good. to call us. It's obviously working." <laughs> like literally, you just called just a bunch of baits. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So anyway, there were a lot of options. I feel like. Again, I just scratched the surface on this, including mm-hmm. children's shows. There were so many I yeah. could think of, like Wrecker and Burger I did last week. So, you know, I left that one alone. But uh, Empire Today. That's a good one. Yeah. There's so the many. The General. The General. Oh, my gosh. After, like, while watching Price is Right. Yeah. I was going to say, just watch General Price is now. Right during the commercials, write down every single thing that advertises, Everyone. and you'll get plenty. The good news is I'm so glad they're advertising. <laughs> You're so glad. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, that's that. Good stuff. Well, y'all, we are ten days from Chicago. It's been sold out too, like officially for a little bit. It. So thanks y'all uh, for doing that, and I uh, can't wait to see you in Chicago. To those who are coming, we've got yeah, porch peg and pin. We've got uh, hoodies with our logo on the front. Looks great. I'm excited to I'm get my own. Ordering mine right now. Good idea. Dad hats are in stock. Uh, we got all sorts of goodies for next week. Uh, we haven't put the poll up, but I believe based on the comments of this poll, the children's show poll, one of the options will be uh, reviews of the Hollywood Walk of Fame, um, the stars, whatever it is, uh, and then whatever the two of us come up with. Oh, and then great. you have to give me a challenge. You have one ready for me so people can write in and help totally, me. <laughs> totally, 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 totally. Here it is. All right, I have a good challenge for you. This is (laughs) from the Ghost of Sky. She, her, slash phantom? Question mark? Oh, I don't know if I want this. Oh, wait, I realize why. I should have realized why because I've already read the email. Oh. But let let me explain. So she says, I was listening to this week's episode, Board Game Reviews, on my way to work. And in case you need a reminder, Alexander's challenge was to find reviews of products that people had named, like Fiona the Flamingo Mm -hmm, and all the sex mm -hmm. toys you read. I was walking into my professional quiet office where I am employed as an associate attorney. And when I got to the hallway, two things happened. One, one of our shareholders was also walking into the hallway. Was it Salino or Barnes? (laughs) The late 60s man who was very sweet and southern and quiet. And two, somehow my phone or watch pressed play on the podcast. Mm. And the phrase dildo large realistic vibrating started playing out loud. I am so sorry. My soul left my body and hasn't returned. So this is why she's a phantom now. Yes. So in memory of me, I propose a challenge where the reviewer was embarrassed by the thing they're reviewing. Bonus points for positive reviews. Got it. Oh, I love that. That's cool. That's Any- going to lead to some fun stuff. Anyways, hopefully there are podcasts in hell because that's where I live now. Oh, no. 
Love Sky. That sounds great. Product so, where they were embarrassed. Okay. So they're embarrassed ideally, of whatever they're uh, reviewing. Ideally which is... positive reviews. Great. Yes, I think that'll be fun. Um, I do have a very similar challenge for you for the next one. Okay. So I might as well just give it to you now yeah. before I forget it. Uh, it's based on our mother. Um, oh, no. Because our mom when, w- would never go to Potbelly's, the sandwich shop, Potbelly's, mm-hmm. because she said she hates the name. Oh. So I would like you to find reviews where people are like that. Where they say, oh, I'll, I'd will i never go to this establishment because of the name. That's so good. For no other reason. They're just she like, yeah, Potbellies, it the, just She also hates the restaurant, her. the Rusty Bucket. See? Stuff like that. Yep. So, I don't know. It's probably not just our mom, but... Oh, I'm sure there are plenty. I'll give you, I'm giving you a little extra time now to uh, come up you. with some uh, reviews. But, yep. That sounds good. Yay. Okay. Well, we'll see you next week then. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Y'all.